It's Saturday. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another day of life. What is today? The 11th or the 12th of... Wow. August? Over halfway into the year now? June passed like two months ago? So what are we on? Month eight? My goodness. That's crazy, isn't it? Just think about that for a second. Today's high is 26 degrees in central Alberta, Canada. JR here. Just debating on how to start my day. Currently in the process of moving. Now, they say that is the the third most stressful thing of life. I think the first one is divorce. Second one is moving. And third one is like having kids. Something like that. I got to find that list. I got an interesting text message from my uh, Braille tutor the other day. And she's the one who brought up that list. And I'm like, I never knew. But it makes sense, right? Moving is stressful. You gotta put stuff into boxes, you gotta label boxes, you gotta rent a U-Haul, which by the way they let blind people drive in Canada. No, I'm kidding, they don't. They don't don't research that, you'll be disappointed. But uh yeah, no, I have to get moving here very soon. Coming out coming out of a two-year lease, which by the way, two-year lease. I thought it was gonna be long, but after the first year, it got pretty fast. So but yeah, we got like two weeks of packing, and then a week of moving, and then a, a week of cleaning. Wow. I can see why my wife doesn't want to get out of bed. <laughs> In fact, you're in bed with JR right now. Uh, just recording this podcast as I lay down. And then uh, the, the kids, my kids, for the first time in ages, went to sleep at my mom's place by themselves. Which really blew me and my wife's mind because my um, youngest son doesn't like to be away from his parents at night. And then all of a sudden, yesterday, he said, I want to go sleep with with my grandma and my brother. And then we're like, okay, be free, Felix. His name's Drex. But uh, yeah, anyway, I hope you're having a swell Saturday. If you're on the Anchor app, feel free to let me know how your Saturday's going. And when, when was the last time you moved? How, how long has it been since your last move? Obviously for me, two years. Anyway, I'm going to go to Tim Hortons and grab myself the typical Canadian meal. Half a BLT sandwich. Stuffed wedges. It's basically, you know, wedgies, but with chili and melted cheese on top. Oh, yeah. And then a coffee. Feel free to share your breakfast. It's your buddy JR, broadcasting from Red Deer, Alberta, Canada, wishing you a happy Saturday for now. Flashback. So, remember how I said my kids went over to spend time with their grandma last night? And uh, me and my wife stayed up till about 3 a.m. in the morning. Right? You'd think, with our kids being gone, we would catch up on some well-needed rest. A little R&R. And uh, we ended up staying up late. One thing me and my wife do almost every night before we go to bed, and I, and I highly recommend this for all couples too, is we just talk about the good old days, right? And the reason why we do that, right? We're only 26, right? Real old people we are. No, uh, we talk about the good old days because the way I, I think of it, we, we help each other keep those memories strong. You can always take a photo, and that photo will live long and prosper. No, I'm just kidding. But... You can always take a photo. I think it's so much better, though, to actually talk to someone about your memories. Someone that you actually shared those memories with, right? 
And it's really amazing when you hear the other person say, my goodness, I have forgotten that until now. As soon as you brought it up and you start talking about it, it becomes crystal clear, right? It's always great to share memories because sometimes the memories you have might already be lost with your significant other or with another friend that you live that memory with. And it's good to go back in time, right? Especially if it's a, a really good memory. I remember my son when um, I remember my wife when she was pregnant with our first son, Xavier. It was a hot summer that year. What would have that been like 2011, Sheena? And uh, yeah, okay. There, thank you. So my wife says the summer of 2010 is when she was pregnant with our oldest. And um, I remember this one memory. We're coming back from the mall. We, we, this was back in Grand Prairie, Alberta. And uh, it was a hot day, right? It was the summer of hotness because it was like 33 degrees Celsius. That's hot. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are, but if you're Canadian, and you, when you hear me say 33 degrees, you're like, whoo, pork chop weather. Um, we were walking from the mall, and I, and I remember my wife. She was so hot from the weather. Not like sexually attractive hot. She was just hot, like temperature-wise. And I remember uh, we were walking home, and she's like, oh, my God, so hot. And then we actually almost stopped at every tree because she was like, ooh, shade, all right, yeah. Oh, back into the sunlight. I brought that up with her. And she was like, I remember now. And I'm like, yeah. And it was because, you know, you, you share that memory. So it's it's always great to share memories because the memories you have, others might have already forgotten. And we, there's some memories where we don't think about it because there's too many new memories, right? It, it, it's, it's like learning Braille. You have to study Braille every day because you'll forget about it. Braille is mainly muscle memory with your fingers because you're brailing stuff with the brailler. And uh, if you stop brailing for too long, of course, things begin to disappear. But anyway, that is my little piece on memories and why it's good to share them. Always share your memories with your loved ones. Because someday, those memories you have, they might fade away, and they will fade away. And then your loved ones can share those memories with you out of the blue one day, and you'll be like, Oh my goodness, you're right! I do remember! Thank you! Such a good time. By the way, always share positive memories. Try not to share the negative ones. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it just makes the mood that much better. Oh, what about you? What's your most fondest memory? Download the Anchor app and uh, get back to me on that. Or you can tweet me anytime on Twitter at the one who cares. Everything spelled out at symbol T-H-E-O-N-E-W-H-O-C-A-R-E-S. Basically, everything is spelled out at symbol the one who cares on Twitter. Home of the J.R. Bjornsson Twitter feed. I, I honestly tweet on that thing more than Facebook. Twitter's so much less stressful than Facebook, because on Facebook, people tend to just complain about how good they have it in this world. Anyway, that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day. Alright, so I've had my cat now since 2012, right? And when I adopted her, she was already six or seven years old. The vet truly wasn't sure how old my cat was, you know. So they just estimated by uh, the oral hygiene. Basically, they assume how old your pet is by their mouth. 
That's pretty interesting. <laughs> One thing I noticed, though, about my cat, her name's Sydney. And people often think, ah, ha, 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 your cat's named after you. I'm like, no, that's how she came. If you're new to the program, my name is Sydney, but I go by JR because, long story short, my father left the relationship when I was three months old, and I promised myself I was not going to be a Sydney. So when I was five years old, I adopted the name JR. And on all my online profiles, if you search JR Bjornsson, J.R. Space Bjornsson, B J O R N S O N, you'll, you'll, you'll always find me. Search Sydney Bjornsson and, and maybe you'll find a few rewards I won over the years, life achievements, but that's it. And that's really helped me in my personal opinion because uh, I don't have to worry about, you know, when I'm looking for work and I put my real name on my resume and it's like the employers search it online. Because nowadays, I feel like that's the world we're coming into, right? Everything is searched online and people can really judge you by what they find. Oh, look, he's got an incriminating YouTube video. No. But I'm going off topic. One thing I noticed about my cat is I can tell that she's getting old. You know, like this morning, she just laid with me and she didn't care that I was up. Normally she cares where she's like, all right, he's awake. I'm going to get me some good eats. He's going to feed me. Meow. Nope. This morning it's like, hey, don't mind if I just lay with you here. Uh, don't get up. No, no rush. No rush. And then I'm like, my goodness. Or, you know, some days where it's like, I'm home. And you can actually, I can hear her coming down the stairs because she wears this bell on her collar so I don't step on her. Because if you don't know, I'm blind, right? So I, all, all my animals have collars. In fact, I'm even tempted to get my um, son a wrist of bells so when he's playing, I can always hear him. We'll see, though. We'll see how that goes. That's a whole other story. A whole other idea, I should say. So yeah, my cat is definitely showing her age. You know, she's more mellow, and it's it's almost saddening too. Because if I got her while she was six or seven, and now it's been like 13, 14, 15, 16. It's almost been, you know, six years. That's crazy. She's already like 12 or 13 years old. Our years, human years. I'm not going to do the whole um, 12 times 7 because I'm not good with my uh, mental math. But yeah, you know, and, and, and that's one thing, right? We always open ourselves to sadness whenever we get a new animal, whenever we get a dog, whenever we get a cat, gerbil, hamster. You know you're getting that animal for a limited time only because they're going to get old and you're going to outlive your, your pet. Now, if you want to get an animal that you might not outlive, get a parrot. Those things live for like 50 to 80 years. Or a turtle. Those things live for like 100 to 200 years if you get the right turtle, you know? I wouldn't get a turtle, though. I don't know if you can pet them. Uh, as for a, a, a parrot, well, um, maybe. You know, I guess that would be a good conversation with a parrot, right? How was your day? How was your day? You know. Uh, my mom had a ferret. Not a parrot, but now a ferret. And that guy lived for six years. And my goodness, did my mom cry when that ferret died. <sighs> Unfortunately, the ferret had to be put down because it had a it had a tumor. No Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. It just had a tumor in his tummy and we couldn't couldn't afford to get it removed, so you could have you had to put him down. And it wasn't like the the ferret was happy. Poor little guy was was having problems already. You know, he was getting strokes. And again, when you get a pet that's what you open yourself to, you know? You open yourself up to things like that. Anyway, 
my moral of the story is if you have a pet enjoy the time you have spend every day with him or her as possible as much as you can because you never know when it's going to be over it's your buddy jr wishing you a happy saturday thank you for listening to this episode and i hope you have an amazing weekend be back here tomorrow morning on sunday Take care of yourself, all right? You can follow me on Twitter at The One Who Cares, and you can find the J.R. Bjarnson Anchor Show wherever podcasts can be found. Now on Google Play, take care.